How we doing, Red Sox Nation? The Red Sox celebrate a happy Easter, pounding out 17 hits in a come-from-behind victory today at the Fens. Woo! Will Patriots Day be as exciting? We can only hope so. This is Red Sox Rap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Get it. I'm a believer already. Ben, yeah. Say, I am. <laughs> nice. I am. I, I I'm already I'm already hooked into this team. Even after a four and three week. I'm just excited. I'm just excited about baseball. I know we got other teams in Boston in various postseasons, obviously throw your sport behind them, but don't lose sight of this Red Sox team. Hell it's a great well. time of year. It's a great time of year when you have two Boston teams in the playoffs, one Boston team getting the season started, and one Boston team who's just kind of hanging out, shining up their rings. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Oh, man. Alongside Ben Fay, I am Mike Conley. This is another edition of Red Sox Rap 360, our weekly Redless discussion on all things Red Sox. Ben, why don't you tell the folks... Uh, you know how to get in touch with you and how to get in touch with us. Yeah, tonight. absolutely. You can uh, you can get me on Twitter at Benny Frickin Jam. Uh, we also have the beautiful Laura sitting on the couch. She is going to be monitoring the YouTube chat. So if you have any questions or feedback for us, you can let us know either one of those ways, and uh, we'll we'll get to it real time, real time feedback. Yeah. Yes, steer our rudderless discussion. In a different direction. Um, yeah, uh, I did want to uh, first give a, sh- give a shout out to uh, somebody listened to us on YouTube last week, uh, return listener from uh, last year, Alex Pena Jr. What's up, Alex? He was asking us for some uh, fantasy tips, so maybe let that brew a little bit. Okay, okay. And at the end of the program, we'll throw out some fantasy guys for him. Um, my team's doing okay out of the gates, so I'm not a bad guy to ask. You know, I'm in AL NL league. I don't know. We'll throw some AL guys out there because this is an AL show. But uh, um, wicked exciting win today, seven yep. five. Coming back, we always play tough games versus uh, the 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 Rays. I was almost going to call them the Devil Rays. Um, <laughs> I think after today. Well, today wasn't a one-run game, but something like seven out of their last 12 meetings with Tampa has been a one-run game. Mm. And Tampa, this team is like, like the, the they should be the Tampa Bay Ron Kittles because they either had a home run or they K, you know, which was evidence mm-hmm. today in uh, Mr. Pomeranz getting 10 Ks in four and third innings. Yeah, that was, that was a really odd outing for Pomeranz. Uh, yeah, 10 Ks, one, one shy of his career high. And you know he only he threw a hundred pitches in four and a third innings, and you know still gave up four runs, so uh, five runs, excuse me. So yeah, kind of a weird outing for Pomeranz there. Um, one thing that uh, Mama Frickin' Faye wanted to let me know was that he should have had two Ks a lot earlier on in that game had the umpires been calling strikes consistently throughout the game, and then after that the strike zone kind of jumped all over the place. So. Maybe we'll chalk up a little bit of that inconsistency to the umpires, but I love that. 
Yeah. Happy Easter, Mama freaking Faye. That's right. Uh, way to be watching the games and scrutinizing those men in blue because they need it. <laughs> um, the guy we had the other day, I think it was was it when Sale was pitching? He was like very generous on that outside corner. Mm-hmm. I don't think yep. it was the Sale game. Might have been the game before that. Um, might have been the Erod game. Let's just talk a little bit about today's game because I mean it's it's this team is starting to get back, get healthy. I mean after the flu and all this stuff, and they're starting to get that identity back. And you know everybody say, oh, you lose that big bat in the lineup, but the mantra of this team for the past few seasons has been keep that line moving, and that was in no better display than it was today with the Sox to come behind seven five victory. Yeah, absolutely. And I and a couple guys stuck out to me in our lineup today that really pulled through in big situations. One, uh Panda getting the big getting the big home run in a key spot there when we needed him to. He he was up in that position a couple times earlier this week and, and actually ended up grounding out a couple times. So right. good thing that he pulled through there. Um actually and I don't know if this is still true, but before today, the team leader in RBIs, Mr. Panda. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's not hitting his weight, which is ample. <laughs> but, you know, the guy just seems to get, you know, some clutch hits. I mean, that, that Detroit homer and, you know, that hit today. Yep. He's starting to, you know, maybe come back in the team, which is good because, you know, who else uh, went deep today? The mayor of Ding Dong City. And he is, like, off to a good start. Hey, happy he birthday makes... to uh, Mr. Mayor Ding Dong City as well. Oh, is it? Yep. Oh, man, I miss him. <laughs> I miss him. We wish you the best, Trav. I mean, this would be another thing if Tyler Formberg was in, in the lineup throwing BBs, you know, every eighth inning. But mm. that is not the case. But, right. I, you know, one thing that I was really encouraged by this week, and the thing I've been nervous about, and, you know, I've said on this program many times, is that eighth, seventh, and eighth inning, you know, bridge to Kimbrel and even Kimbrel, you know? But he had three saves this week, I think. The last two were pretty much boom, 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 mm-hmm. you know, pretty much. But there's always a, there's always some uh, some excitement there. Yeah. And uh, but now we have guys emerging. I mean, Kelly touched the hundred on the gun today. Got the win. I got the win. Matt, oh, he's Extending continuing the streak. The streak. Oh, That's boy. right. Oh boy, how many is it now? Uh, I think that makes like fourteen straight wins wow. or something, dating back to lose again. 2015. Vulture Joe, crazy. Uh, and Matt Bonds, you know, I know he walked a couple guys yesterday, but then I think he got a double play to get out of it, yep. right? Kelly got a double play today to get out of a jam too. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it's great to see those guys coming in and doing that, and so this could only make it when. Mid-season, we get the Thornburgs and the Carson Smiths back. I mean, we could have a very formidable bullpen. Yeah, Matt Barnes, um, this was a guy where, I mean, we had talked about it at the beginning of the season where we were a little unsure of, you know, how this bullpen was going to hold up. Matt Barnes, I don't think we expected him to be this good, but he hasn't let in a run yet, so he's definitely stepped up big time for us. And this guy's a f- former first-round pick, you know, and I'm sure that there was a few years there where he's uh, was in the bullpen that he's like, when am I going to get an opportunity to start for this team? And now it just seems like he's embracing his role mm-hmm. and really just killing it. Yeah. Uh, so what a piece in that pen. And, and we were waiting for somebody to emerge, and, you know, he definitely has. So uh, we're, we're pumped about that. Yeah, absolutely. So the other guy that stuck out was uh, your boy, Christian Vasquez. Oh. Went three for four today. He's batting 667 the last time I checked. 
Uh, not to mention, they also should have challenged that play at second base because that dude was out. That was close, yeah. Um, and a big spot, too, because with no outs, I think you really want to get that out there. Only, And you're only up by one. And it's a tying run. <sighs> and it's like the seventh or eighth inning. He had a challenge left. Very shocking he yeah. did not I mean, Remy, challenge that. Remy and TC seem to think that, or Remy and uh, Dave O'Brien seem to think yeah. that he was safe, but I don't know. I, the way that Remy, I saw it, it, it looked like he was out. It was almost like Remy, because Remy was like, oh, we got to challenge that. And then almost Remy caught himself, like, oh, I'm already down to you know 120 games a season. I don't want to get down below 100. I better not question yeah. you know the yeah. brain trust. I mean, they own the friggin' <laughs> station. That's you know, true. And he was like, so he started to backpedal. It's like I didn't Rem think dog. about that. I know you're a fan of the show. Don't do it, buddy. Just let us know. Okay? Call us bait as bait. She's Louise. But you were, we were talking about this last week where, you know, we have a couple deep, a couple good starters in our catchers. Christian Vasquez. He's like a young, modern-day Sandy Leone, man. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you. It's time for um, Blake Swihart to start taking ground as a third, I think. So, some updates on Blake. Uh, he had a little bit of an injury scare there. X-rays came back clean on the finger. so That's good. So, it shouldn't be too bad there. I mean, because I, he could actually... We like his bat. So, I mean, if Hanley's out for any length of time, which doesn't sound like he was good, but, like, no. down down the line, if, you know, Hanley comes back and, like, you know, that shoulder gets well enough for him to play first. Right. You know, if we get in a situation where Mullen goes down or Hanley goes down, you can maybe bring up Swiha to get some at-bats up there. There's a lot of flexibility there, for sure. I mean, because that's what if, – if he's ever going to get trade value again, we're going to have to, like – show people he can hit on the major league level. It's either that or they deal like Sandy Leone. And we come up. But Yeah, that's that's the yeah, I know. It's tough. It's tough it because tough. See, they're gonna have they're gonna trade somebody, right? I mean like if well, you can't I, I mean, mean I sooner know. or later, I mean <laughs> how 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 long can you look this kid in the face and be like, You're a triple A again this year, so why not? Like you know, I mean you you gotta eventually like trade him and allow him to you know, spread his wings, trade him to the Padres or the Cubs, or you and, and you can't you can't just have like two starting three starting catchers like legit on your roster, no, right? You're not no. getting enough value for that. So yeah. unless the, unless that third guy can also play, you know, a little first, and, yeah, you know, a yeah. little outfield. But they got away from doing that at the end of the year, playing in my position. They're like catch a catch a catch a. So that's why I'm just like throwing it out there because imagine if they get wishy washy, you know, just to get this kid's bat to the majors, it would just be funny. Yeah. Uh, so, so you, you mentioned uh, Hanley kind of came up a little gimpy, right, right? Getting into second, I think he rounded second, came back. It sounded like it was just a cramp issue, so they're not thinking it's anything serious. But yeah, if it's a cramp, we'll he see. should be back in there tomorrow. Yeah, in this uh, Patriots Day early start tomorrow. We'll did get... you see that he was uh, rocking the the bunny whiskers today? I did. <laughs> That was cute. And, and, you know, a multiple hit game with the bunny whiskers, mm, you got to think about keeping them on there. Yeah, okay, okay. You know, I mean, <laughs> if, if, if you, like, continue a hit streak, like, with bunny whiskers, I mean, you keep it going. But maybe he's, we'll call it multiple hits. If mm-hmm. he, you know, comes back with bunny whiskers and he gets multiple hits tomorrow, mm-hmm. they got to be on there Tuesday. Yeah. No question. Okay. Uh, speaking of little Red Sox streaks, uh, your boy, Mitch Moreland, Goes oh. ahead this week and doubles in seven straight games. Oh. Already sets himself a Red Sox record. He hasn't been in the uniform three weeks. You were running him out of town. 
Old Mitchy Two Bags. <laughs> Old Mitchy Two Bags. <laughs> oh man, you you wanted to run the guy out of town. He was going to be wearing a paw socks uniform. We were going to have <laughs> Swihat up, you know, trying to dig out, uh, you know, dirt balls from Panda over there at first. But luckily enough, they stuck with him past one for thirteen. Yesterday, he went a triple shy of the cycle. You want to hear the exit velocity on that home run he hit? Do I? 113 miles an hour. What? Yeah. That's a ball. 431 feet. He smoked it. Wow. Yeah. This is going to be a Mitch Mullen chair up there in the right field bleachers. About 15 rows lower than Ted Williams. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> crushed it. So, yeah. Good to, good for him. I mean, look, we needed him. To, we needed him. We. I mean, apparently Hanley doesn't want to play for his base, so... It's, it's Moreland's. Yeah. He sure it's does. Moreland's role now. Yeah, <laughs> you know another guy who um, maybe we don't give enough props on the program, but I just wanted to give him a shout out because this guy is easily a top ninety outfielder in the league, so could be starting for a lot of teams in this league, and we have the luxury of being able to bring him as like a fourth outfielder, Chris Young. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so now that Bradley's out there, we can just plug this guy in, and it's like start a production. You know, yep. he's just, I mean, rakes versus lefties and he battles versus righties. You know, he, he's not overmatched in there at all. Yeah. I mean, it, it may, uh, yeah. It, two for four today, he's batting 289. It's solid. I mean, that's a great, that's a great guy to plug into your eight spot. I mean, it, it could be a situation down the line because you know how Jackie Bradley, if the last two years are any indication, there's like six week frame where he stops hitting. And in that, maybe you do hit him, you sit him versus some, uh, some lefties, you know, and have Benatendi play a little center. But I don't know if they want to bounce Benatendi around or anything. Like, plus that killer bees outfield that I'm always, you know, lauding over is it, you, you, it's, it's one of those things where you don't know how much you love it until it's gone. You know, it's like one of those old girlfriends. But it's like um, <laughs> Benatendi today and that ball to center field in the first inning. Yeah, Jackie Bradley comes down with that. Mm. You know, and it's like you think, oh, yeah, no big deal. But that that led to like two runs, you know, Mm -hmm. and Pomeranz kind of settled down after that a little bit. I've been impressed with Pomeranz in the early going. That Baltimore uh, start he had earlier this week was probably his best start in a Red Sox uniform. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, he, he was lights out in that. And there were times today like after that first inning where he looked like that lights out guy. So he's he my expectations of him have been exceeded to this point. Yeah. And, you know, granted they were relatively low. I kind of was taking a back, wait-and-see approach with the back end of that rotation with Erod, seeing how Stephen Wright would come back, and, and, you know, just uh, and with Pomerantz as well. I I, I, I was so scared that Pomerantz is going to go down with injury. Mm. But knock wood. Yeah. He's looked good so far. Wright did get shelled, though, the other day by Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of homers. That's the thing with the, those knuckleballs. Yeah, you know? and he, he said, he's like, man, once I, I had I let a couple bad pitches go, and, you know, after one of them went over the fence, he just lost all confidence in the knuckleball, and it just started. I mean, once you're just leaving, once you're leaving those knuckleballs right over the plate, I mean, guys just sit back and unload on them, you know? Uh, he might want to keep that in the old Xander uh, Bogats keep it to yourself department there. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know? Maybe. I was just like, ah, I lost all confidence. Huh? Yeah. Um, so it, that Pittsburgh game kind of sandwiched the makeup in uh, in the middle of the week there. That was nice. We uh, capped off that sweep. 
finally got that sweep to start the season versus yep. Pittsburgh. Yep. It's good to see. Uh, Baltimore, and just to talk to, a little bit about the AL East in general right now, with Toronto losing today, they got worked. Mm-hmm. They're 2-10, and ten, worst record in baseball. And I think a lot of people, myself included, thought that was going to be the team in the AL East that the Red Sox were going to be battling with. Yep. You know? Yep. So Them that, and the O's, right? Them, well, them and the O's, yeah. But I was kind of thinking it was going to be like, you know, Red Sox and Blue Jays neck and neck for first, and mm-hmm. then kind of O's and Yanks maybe battling it out for, yeah. for like, the third spot okay. but uh, in the division. But, I mean, Baltimore is like I, – I, I know Showalter made that brick in the playoffs last year, but he is really a good manager. He gets the most out of, out of his clubs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just – Somehow, it seems like every year since he's been there, it's like, oh, they can hit, but they have no pitching. And he gets it out of the pitching, gets yeah. enough to, to get it done. And he has that sick bullpen, although Britain's hurt and got put on the DL today. Mm. So we'll, we'll see about that. Uh, who else was impressive this week? Well, weekend? I mean, you kind of just skipped right over yesterday. We That's had, what I do. That's we had I do. sale go for 12 Ks. Rudderless. Three hits, <laughs> seven innings pitched. He has more strikeouts. Rodolus. In his 150 starts yeah. than any other pitcher in in, histor- in the history of baseball. Woo! Run that back. I was the making most, hand motions. The most strikeouts in his first 150 starts, in his last 150 starts, than any pitcher in MLB history. He's throwing mad strikeouts, guys. Mm. Lots of strikeouts for this guy. If anybody else didn't understand that stat, hit us up on the YouTube page uh, mm-hmm. and <laughs> hit us up with anything else. In his last 150 starts, yes, he's got the most strikeouts in those than uh, any other pitcher has had oh, in, in that time frame. Oh, oh, got, oh, gotcha. so his last 150 starts have been the most strikeouts out of anybody. Interesting, ever interesting. And you know, I mean, that's like they're they're putting his name up there with Pedro right now. And I know that's like a little crazy to think, but it's. It, it, I mean, this guy is off to a phenomenal start. I hear you, and it is a little outlandish. But one uh, kind of thing that went off in my head when I was watching that guy pitch this year is not since Pedro have we had a guy yeah. that is must see viewing mm-hmm. on that bump. Yep. You know, and really, like in my lifetime, there's been three Red Sox. This guy's the third. It was. Clemens, Pedro, and now this kid. Yeah, he's he's ridiculous, and and like they they won't score him any runs. Finally, thank God they ground him out that one run yesterday in like the seventh or eighth to get him the, the victory. I mean, otherwise he would have went twelve Ks and what? No decision. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I mean, even even in the, the his first two starts, even though he did, that was his first win, I mean, he was still throwing up crazy numbers and his loss on monday you know he threw seven seven innings again you know two hits two earned, two earned runs one walk 10 k's these you know the red sox only scored one run so here's here's a little little nugget for you uh so chris sale goes 13th overall in that 2010 draft pretty good one bryce hopper at the top uh manny machado third guess who was fifth on that uh, list, in the second pitcher taken in the draft, five overall. Chris Sale went thirteen. 
Drew Pomerantz was right there. Wow. Right? So this is like a kid. We shouldn't be that surprised. You know, uh, he's just maybe kind of figuring out. He's still around 27, right? So this could be a steal, you know? I mean, I know we all love Danis Espinosa for what he's doing in single A and double A, but yeah. this guy could be coming into his own at the right time. A lefty throws that sick hook. Oh, and the knuckle curve. I'm really going to need you this season to, to just temper my expectations now on Drew Pomerantz. <laughs> All right? But Chris Sale, I mean, oh, yeah. my expectations through the roof. I mean, it's so yeah. so great to see this guy pitch. Filthy. Mm-hmm. Filthy. Yep. Oh. Well, I mean, yeah, he's good. It's just I wish we could get a little bit more run support on the days that he goes. It's like that same thing we were having last year with every time David Price was on the mound, he got no run support. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And I, I think that as guys get back, I mean, we had the flu bug, and we still don't really have a, a full unit together, you know, because now Bradley's out. Bradley hurt himself once the flu people got back and the bereavement people got back. And, you know, Xander, a guy still – I know he's up to like 380 now, whatever. He's really been hitting it after his – he got back a couple games. But he had like two grounding into double plays today mm-hmm. with runners in scoring position. Yeah. And you just can't have that. I mean, you're going to be one of the best hitters in the game. I mean, that can't can't be a, a DP. You, you got to find a way to scratch across a run there, advance a run, anything. But uh, oh, but he is batting 375. Though. Yeah, I mean, averages this yeah. early in the season. It's That's like, tough. Uh, yeah. I'd rather you have the production in the low average, like the Panda Bear. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm not gonna pick the spots. Yeah, you know, at least Xander's playing solid defense. So we got Sale, who has clearly taken the lead dog role in the starting rotation. A um, couple other iffy starts this week. We had Porcello got knocked around. Uh, like you already mentioned, Wright got knocked around, so we'll kind of leave that one. But Porcello got knocked around on Friday. Uh, four homers, including the grand slam to Logan Morrison. Uh, he had a rough outing. He didn't look great. He was due a rough outing. I believe that breaks a streak of 15 or 14 straight uh, quality starts he had. And Um, that was the longest active streak in the majors, so he was was due. So, hey, next time out there, start up a new one, Rick. You know, I still feel confident every time he takes the ball, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that unlike uh, when sales on that bump, they do want to score a a shit ton of runs when when Rick Borsello's up there. A, a lot of runs. <laughs> you know who else? Uh, PG-13 program. It's all good. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a little bit in flux, I would say. Um, you know, we'll kind of see how that pans out, but... I, I mean, I'm not I'm not hitting the panic button on Porcillo by any means. I mean, that's yeah. that that kind of stuff will happen. A um, little worried about Wright, you know, throwing up all those juicy balls, but... Yeah. What's your feeling on Erod? He looked okay, but again, it's the it's the inconsistency. I think it's the same thing we were seeing last year, right? Yeah. It's like he's got he shows the potential at times, but he just doesn't have and it the all inefficiency. The time. You know, yeah. the dude's like already you know nearing a hundred pitches in the fourth inning. You know, it's like he's he's got to learn that, and you got probably the the one left hander in the entire game you want to take a look at as to how to. How do you handle yourself on that mound? Chris Sale gets the ball and is waiting for the hitter to get in there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Remy kind of went into this the other day on a telecast of, like, 
that's more intimidating. You know, he went back to like uh, Josh Beckett and was saying how he used to throw the hitters off or try. The reason he took a long time was to like kind of throw the hitters' timing off and all that stuff. And you know, Rem, Rem Dog made a great point of when he played. He's like, that was intimidating when the I stepped in and the pitcher was ready to throw already. You know, I wasn't waiting on him. Yeah. So that that's like the way to do it. I mean, if anybody's a young pitcher in this league, you got to look at Chris Sale and the way he does it because it is intimidating. It's like, okay, I'm ready to go. Why aren't you? I'm obviously more prepared for this pitch than you are. <laughs> Try and hit it. Yeah. Here it, it comes. Yeah, it helps when he can throw a 97 too. Yeah. Or maybe I'll just throw it uh, 89 on your shoe tops and have you swing over it and look like a fool. Yeah. So, and, and you know, what's ideal too about – you know this this situation with Sale and him signing, you know, in the in the perfect uh, situation. Not just because that's our team and that's what we're doing <laughs> in the program for, but you know that helps. But the fact that David Price kind of seems to relish taking on like the whole, you know, other stuff as as opposed to like dealing with the media. You know all all the stuff that goes around like, that is isn't just pitching. It's kind of allows Sale to be that mm-hmm. laser focused nut job that you know cut up the yeah. throwback jerseys last yeah. year. You know, and it's like, boom! It's 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 good to see. And like Porcello's a guy that you know he can probably take some of that uh, weight off of old uh, Chris Sale too, so he doesn't have to talk to me. I mean, Rick's from New Jersey, so you know he must be able to run his mouth a little bit. So between him <laughs> and Price, you know. They'll kind of take the heat off him. Sale can just concentrate on pitching. That's right. Watch me, Rod. Copy everything he does. Do we have somebody lighting us up on the old uh Yeah, we have a beam? special appearance by Hunter Marks from oh, hey. the Dodgers Rap 360. I know him from the Dodgers Rap 360 show. <laughs> nice. Um, so he's asking, how do you guys feel about um, Pablo Sandoval? Still batting below the Mendoza line, but still has three hours on the year. Can you expect for him to have a big year? Obviously, you know, we got a late come to the program because we talked about Panda not hitting but producing early. But, no, that's a good question, though, because I think that some, so. some people have been saying, look, I expect Pablo to really break out this year, and I think he's going to be above 280 and yada, yada, yada. I don't really buy into that yet. Right. I think that he's going to be solid this year, but I'm tempering my expectations. I'm not going to be unrealistic for, you know, expecting that he's going to be some monster coming out but you know i don't know what do you think i think this guy needs a makeover as the hitter and it's kind of shocking to me that he was brought into this team because he's such a free swinger he swings at so many bad balls it's Mm -hmm. like oh yeah he's got ridiculous plate coverage and you hit it off it's off the plate yeah that's all well and good you know but I mean, hang on to that when you got two strikes, but don't go up there for like free swinging when it's two and zero, and they're throwing you garbage. And like they they won't even start him with a strike because they know he's such a hacker, you know. And it's just he, I, this guy could be a three hundred hitter in the league. I'm convinced of it mm. if he just got a little bit more selective and started swinging at strikes over balls, you know. And there's plenty of guys in that Red Sox clubhouse and teach him how to do that, you know. Bring back David Ortiz; he can teach him how to do it. I will give him props, though, because he has been hustling down the line. You know, he's a lot quicker than you would think. That's he's true. He's a lot quicker than you would think. I have noticed that. Yeah. I so, think he's definitely going about it the right way. You yeah, know, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He lost the weight, probably begrudgingly. And, uh, you know, he's just... <laughs> Cut. He, 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 <laughs> Cut the Twinkies out of his diet. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he just... He, 
I'm 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 cautiously optimistic. I mean, I was thinking if we get this guy to a on base percentage of 350 this year, that's not going to happen because he would have to hit 340 in order to get his on base percentage to be 350. I forgot what the free swing in this guy is, but if we can get him to OBP of like 300, I'll be happy with that. Yeah. So we got some other people lighting us up, Laurel. Wow. Yeah, we have um our our regular Star Drew. Oh, Star Drew. Star Drew. Drew. Welcome right. back, buddy. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember, but his team is the Blue Jays. So he's asking, mm. what do you guys think about next week? Are are you guys ready for the Blue Jays? You know, Ooh. I'm I'm a little uh I'm a little scared of the Blue Jays right now because they're kinda like that wounded dog, right? And they get have a bunch of bad things happened to him. Aaron, her, uh, Aaron Sanchez just got put on the DL for them on Sunday. And uh, they have somebody else who's banged up on that team, Donaldson, who was on the DL. So it may look on paper like we're getting these guys at the right time. But uh, like I say, they could be sleeping on us. We got uh, pitching well, matchups in that one. Yeah, We have Erod versus Stroman. And Stroman's been doing good this year, and he had kind of a down year last year, but he's coming back. He's a beast. That kid's really good. Uh, Porcello, Liriano. Liriano, you know, seemed to uh, really like getting back with Russell Martin, but we'll see how that goes. And then Sale goes in the third game of that. You have no shot in that one, Stadrio. Well, it's it, it, the other thing is, is that it's in Toronto, and it's like such a hard place to play. I mean, Canadians are nice, and then you get into the Rogers Center, and it's like a whole different Man. story. Yo, <laughs> it's brutal. I mean, you yeah. saw it. They're chucking beers at the players and stuff. Whoa. It's crazy. That's like Philadelphia. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Oh. Thanks but for the yeah, shout-out, Star. Appreciate it, brother. Thanks yeah, for, for listening sure. in. Uh, Blue, Blue Jays fans. We got Blue Jays fans, uh, you know, trolling us on this. There you go. You know, it'd be nice to get some Red Sox fans in the mix here. <laughs> we got Dodger fans calling up. We got Blue Jays fans calling up. How about some Red Sox? Hey, Mel. So, uh, so we just talked about it. The road trip kicking off with three. Once we get the Patriots Day game in the morning, uh, you know, the only AM start in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, that's because, you know, in other other places they're like they're probably like. Yeah, you don't want the drunks to get drunk too early, you know, so we can't have an AM start time. In Boston, they're like, they can handle it. They can handle it. It's Patriots Day. That's right. You know, there'll be enough cops out there that they'll make sure nobody gets hit by a car or anything mm-hmm. as they go from the cask and flagon into this seat. <laughs> That's right. You know, and stumbling and bumbling at 1045 AM. Across the newly named David Ortiz Bridge. Oof, That's right. I don't, I don't know right. if that's the real name, but it's they named it after him. I don't know what the full name is. Scalpa's Bridge is now the Puppy Bridge. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Stephen Wright tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We'll have to. Well, it's a bounce back game for him, but I'm not too worried because you know, like we say, that knuckleball that can come come. You know, and you want you want the weather to get warmer. For yeah. the knuckleball too, so you know, much like with the hitters, the hitters warm up with the weather. The knuckleball does too. So there you go. I have not thrown in the towel on Young Steven just yet. No, no, definitely not. I mean, and he also had uh, you know a couple games at the end of the year where he wasn't able to play. So maybe he's just kind of dusting it off a little bit too. He looked really solid during the uh, during spring training though. So you know, that's, that's okay. We'll Another be- guy who looked solid during spring training that is. I love on this team, Marco Hernandez, man. Yep. This guy, I mean, he feels it. 
He hits. He's got a little pop. I mean, the kid's put together. This kid deserves to be on the team. When Josh Rudzlidge gets gets healthy again, I mean, give him his walking papers and give this kid a, a shot at being like the the utility guy on this team. You know, between him and Brock Holt, those are like the only two utility guys we'll need. They'll be able to cover all positions. You you could be in a situation where you could cover three catches. You. You know, you could carry three catches in that instance. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, carrying three catches is kind of like carrying three quarterbacks. You just can't give up the Ross the spot. Yep. Uh, you know, we... Uh, that's why you're getting traded, Jimmy J. Oh. Oh. Anyways, sorry. So, Way off course. <laughs> so we got, uh, we got Moogie back this week. Um, and he's scorching at three hits today, right? He is. He doesn't have any homers yet. So, and that's been kind of a theme of the Red Sox so far this year. Before today's game, 10 players in the major leagues with as many home runs as the entire Red Sox squad. Mm. Four. Wow. I think now we have five because Sandy hit one out. The Well, Sandy didn't go deep today. Pablo? Pablo. Pablo, yeah. sorry. He's Pandy. Pandy. You're going to call him Pandy and Sandy? Are they gonna Ooh, that, like yeah, that's, that's not going to work, no, is it? No, it's a panda. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. So, um I, I'm not worried about that. Like I say, the hitters warm up with the weather, and, you know, the home runs will be there. You know, Mookie's going to be in the mid to late 20s, you know, maybe hit 30 again. You know, I think he's going to be 30-30 guy. Uh, you know, I think Xander could get 20-20 this year. He's going to be running a lot in that sixth spot in the lineup. So, But is Mookie Betts the fastest guy on the team? That was an interesting one, and that was an interesting play. And obviously it's going to, you know, uh, coax the question – is he faster? According to Ben Attendee, he says he is. Mookie says that Ben Attendee's faster. Really? Mookie yeah. says it Mookie too? Mookie tweeted out that Benny is faster. Wow. And look at the replay. He, I mean, he pulled away from him. Yeah. So That was, that was as, as Remdog said afterwards, kind of a tough base running play because if he was halfway. Well, Benny messed up on that. Benny messed up. Yeah. He went back to tag. He should have been halfway. Yeah. And then Mookie would have scored. Anyways. Xander comes and hits that great outside pitch after that, boom, to get Hanley in anyways to get the go-ahead run in that mm-hmm. instance. So yep. that was great. And, I, you know, so early on without any home runs, but like we said before, this team is like keeping the line moving, and that was kind of the match, excuse me, of this team the past few years, and that's what they're doing. It's like trust the guy that's on deck, have a good at-bat, and that's why it's like Panda, it's like you have a bunch of guys in there that have professional at-bats, and then he gets up there and swings on his shoe tops at, you know, a, a, a 1-0 pitch. You know, it's it's somewhat disheartening. Mm. The lovely Laura, do we have somebody uh, chiming in? Um, we have Ben Hannison asking, um, why do we need Josh Rutledge? Oh, yeah, we just talked exactly. about that. Exactly, exactly. Thank you, Ben Hannison. Cocktoasting. Hannison. Hannison. Yeah, absolutely. I hear you. Because Josh Rutledge is not a good... Not as good a defender as Marco Hernandez. And we're seeing that Marco Hernandez can hit the ball a little bit. I see no reason this guy's not going to be a 270, 275 hitter. Plays excellent defense anytime he's called upon for this team. Like, I hope he sticks. I hope he sticks. We, we shall see. Thank you for the shout-out, Ben. Appreciate it, brother. Yep. Um, so, some minor league scouting that I've been doing in my free some, time. This is going to be the Sam Travis watch right here. We got, I can tell you that. <laughs> I actually don't think uh, I have any. Are you these. in the house? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any Sam Travis news today. Oof. I got uh, Travis Lakins. 
He's making good progress from that right elbow stress fracture. He had two outings in Greenville A-ball, 0.79 ERA, 17 Ks, one walk. Mm. Dude's looking pretty sharp, so I think that's a guy that we have our eye on as a you know, possible pitching prospect, hopefully making his way up. Nice. Um, up the minor leagues. I don't, I don't know if he'll make it up to the big show this this year. But Tell me the guy's name again. Sorry, I was looking Travis at Lakens. Travis Lakens. Yes. We also have uh, Josh Okami. I'm not mm. sure if I'm saying that right. Mm. High A Salem in a four-game span, 462, 11 for 18. Tell me about some sexy guys I want to hear about. How was Mr. Groom doing in the early going? Groom, oh yeah. So earlier in the week, I think it maybe maybe it was Sunday of this past week, not today. Yeah, um, he left a single A Greenville start with a lat injury. Oof. So I think that one that was pretty early on in the game. So I think they kind of took him out preventative. Doesn't sound like it's going to be anything serious, but um, again, it's not something that we want to see from Jason Groom. Gotcha. But on on that regards, you know, in, t- in talking to injuries and stuff, we talked about JBJ a little bit. He kind of hit the 10-day DL. I think he was, like, sporting some kind of a brace on his knee. Mm-hmm. But sounds like he is getting gearing up for a triple-A start. Was it – is it today or tomorrow? And then they're, I think that they're eyeing is that by Friday of this coming week he'll join the squad uh, for the game against Baltimore. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah. So that'll be good. That'll be just 10 days. That 10 days coming uh, handy instead of a 15-day. Uh, also, David Price this week, he threw two bullpens. So he's moving in the right direction, but we shouldn't expect him until yeah, probably looking like probably the end of May now. I would say at the earliest. So yeah. we'll try and put him out of mind until uh, the Ides of May. Uh, but uh, looking up coming this week, we got the the uh, series finale at the Fens. Like we said, tomorrow, Patriots Day Tampa. Hopefully we can get that one. Uh, put the finishing touches on a series win there. Then two Toronto for three, and then two Baltimore three. So this is like a big stretch here. Mm-hmm. You know, in the early going, you're playing these AL East uh, teams three straight in a row, and then the Yankees, so four straight in a row after that. So this is going to be a big stretch of schedule here in the early going. Well, and it's good that we got, you know, pretty much everybody's going to be back and healthy by the end of this week. You know, apparently they fumigated Fenway a number of times on this past road trip. <laughs> I think that the flu is like officially past us at this point, right? Yeah. So, you know, so hopefully we'll, we'll be okay for the stretch. Yeah. Full week, seven games in seven days. Hopefully we'll uh, a lot of them on the road, six on the road. So if we can come back with another four and three week, I think we're still kind of heading in that right direction, you know. Mm-hmm. This is a team that, you know, once it gets healthy and gets rolling, you just can't have big lulls. You know, you just got to stay above 500, keep going. Because as you know, I don't look at the standings till August 1st. So you just want your team playing good baseball. And that's all we can hope for in pitching. And I'm real excited about the staff. I know we had some up and downs. Porcello's going to be fine. But I'm really excited about this bullpen this week. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to say anything else before we? Uh, well, I was just going to ask you. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple minutes here. Sure, sure. When you used to live or uh, visit uh, mm-hmm. Boston nowadays, do you ever end up uh, in Pawtucket and going to see the Paw Sox play? I have been to one game. Okay, at McCoy Stadium. Okay, um, it's great. It's a great take in. You know, you can actually, you know, stretch a dollar down there, see a baseball game. That's you a know? fact. You get fantastic seats for like seven or eight bucks. You know, 
And this was going back in the 90s, but... Yeah. I mean, well, I used to go there more because I lived in Attleboro, so we were very... Right. That was closer than Boston for Wasn't us. Wasn't there all a big hullabaloo a couple of years ago about them wanting to move the team to Providence? That has seemed to die down. Well, Did they, they put just, the Kai Bosch on that? They just announced that they are going to do a park renovation. So right now they are deciding if they want to spend, I think it was $60 million to renovate the existing park or $70 million to start over. Wow. And in Pawtucket, though, it's gonna they would be build a, a new one in Pawtucket? It's going to be a replica of Fenway. Wow. Yep. As it should be. With the monster and everything. Exact dimensions of Fenway. You know, they, they, I mean, these kids are practicing to get to the bigs. Why shouldn't it be, you know? Yep. And, uh, you know, that's why they made uh, the spring training home have a monster and what have you. So hopefully that doesn't drive up the ticket prices too much. Because, I, <laughs> I, I mean, it was a, it was a really nice place to go. You, and you, you very often could go see... The Boston Red Sox says they made their rehab starts, and yeah. and and a lot of the young guys are, of course, going through AAA. They're kind of right on the footsteps of making it to the big league, so it was such a nice thing. I hope that they kind of consider that as they price out those tickets. Yeah, we're kind of spoiled in uh, Boston with you know the amount of baseball we go to go to a great park like Fenway. You know, McCoy's a short trip, forty-five minutes down from Boston, and and you know even like the Cape. In the yep. Cape League in the summer, you're seeing the yep. best of the best from the college ranks. You can go down there and see free games. It's awesome. Yep. All right, Ben. Well, yep. Last thing I wanted to – oh, two do. more things. Oh, Happy boy. birthday to Jason Veritek. This thing is 45th earlier this week. Nice. And, uh, of course, we're going to be sending out our condolences to Isaiah Thomas and his family for – uh, the terrible thing that happened to his sister. Yes. Um, rough game today, but uh, you know we know that the Celtics are going to bounce back after that for sure. Absolutely. Rest in peace, China. Lost you too soon. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Red Sox Nation. For Ben Fay, I'm Mike Conley. This has been another edition of Red Sox Wrap 360. Thanks for tuning in, gang. Go Sox. Happy Easter. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.